reason to exist. So, E.T., the extraterrestrial, was the first movie I saw in the theater. My brother and sister saw it with me, my uncle, my mom, and man, it was so good. Steven Spielberg at the top of his game, John Williams, top of his game, two guys who are always at the top of their game. And I think it was the first movie where the alien was nice. Up to that point, the alien movies I'd seen, they're all were like War of the Worlds. But this E.T. guy, he was so cute. E.T. <laughs> E.T. 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 Be good. You wanted to take him home with you, and, and you cried a couple times because, you know. And then there was the music. My brother and I talked about this a little bit. The combination of the music and the movie itself, it was that phenomenon of being too intense, similarly to like how the Beatles were too intense for the teens or whatever. In the 60s, it was like, ah! You the movie and the soundtrack, it was just like too magical. It like hijacked the entire nervous system. So, ah! is right we had et fever we loved et i had the et board game and the et card game and this horribly smelly rubber et finger that lit up batteries not included also had two et books and all three of us had our own stuffed et toy and every weekend for at least a year we played E.T. Mysteries, which was us pretending the three E.T.s were flying around the house, solving crimes, figuring out mysteries. And if my dad took us to the convenience store after church, we would get him to buy us Reese's Pieces. And if he was in the right mood, we could even get him to buy us E.T. trading cards. But this love of E.T., maybe it was even an E.T. addiction, it wasn't all fun. There was a piece of the E.T. magic that I just couldn't have. I couldn't capture it, no matter how much I tried. And I tried a lot. So your memory is that I got the E.T. soundtrack for Christmas? Yes. See, I, don't re I didn't remember where I got it. I have no clue. Well, I thought it was for Christmas because I have a memory of the day after Christmas of you already trying to do the recording. I recall it being a fairly extended period where you were trying to do that recording off of the record to the, the tape. <laughs> because I remember often coming into the room or calling mom, being like, Mom! You know? And yeah. you'd be like, Come on! I'm recording! <laughs> and I think my recollection is that you got Luke in on it. So if I would be walking through the house calling for someone, 
eventually you would both be like, Emily, we're recording. I know. I think Luke was must have been only like four years old, but somehow he got in on it. He was my recording assistant. Yeah. So there was always this. If I was entering the living room, this. So he would like stop you. This question you? of whether or not I <laughs> should be making any noise because this recording that right. somehow is never going to be finished right. was ongoing. But that's because you kept interrupting it. I don't think it was only me. Right. Because, uh, you know. I've heard the story about dad. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted it to be really good quality. <laughs> we were allowed to use the record player. I never used it. Okay. But I think by the time you would have gotten an EP recording, you would have been old enough to use it. Yeah, I don't remember anything about like gaining permission or playing other things. I just remember all of a sudden I'm involved in this project where I'm trying to record the ET soundtrack where everyone keeps making noise, but. I didn't real remember anyone else making noise except Dad. Well, I just remember it feeling like an extended project. <laughs> but the reason I thought you got it on Christmas was because I remember being frustrated <laughs> making a pot holder with my new pot holder loom yes. and calling for Mom because I was frustrated and you getting mad at me because that interrupted your whole recording. Were you in the kitchen? No, I was. I probably was doing it in my room and then walked through the house. Okay. To find her to right. fix my pot holder. Gotcha. And I interrupted the very uh, serious recording. That was my sister Emily. I got her one of those pot holder looms for Christmas about ten years ago, and she was really excited about it. And she started working on a pot holder right away. And I didn't realize why until just now. So I don't remember what my brother got for Christmas the year E.T. came out, and he probably doesn't either. He was just four years old. But we managed to dig a little deeper into the issue. Yeah, the E.T. record, did it have like a um, kind of a cloudy rainbow-looking thing on it? Yes. I just remember looking at it and playing it and being excited about it, but I don't remember um, you <clears throat> ever really making an effort to get it. Like, why would you want it in a different medium? Couldn't you just play it on the record player? <laughs> I think I wanted to have it on tape so I could listen in the room. Oh. Uh, because that would have been the only way to do it. Yeah, I think I was too young to register what you were doing at that point. Okay. And I wanted it to be pure. So when it had the noises on it, it was like, oh, i got to do it over. <laughs> and then I just never... <laughs> was successful but you probably went through that process more than actually enjoying it off the record <laughs> i know but isn't that kind of like our life now with creativity and stuff right pretty much yeah i noticed he even does stuff like that he'll um you know he'll work on something for so long like no payoff you know, he'll be like uh something so minuscule will like need repair right? And he'll just work for a long period of time, just like get it back to where it was. Even though in my eyes, I'm like, this is no use. It's just like an egg that he made. It's like an egg he made at school like two years ago. And the colors are wrong or something? And he's trying to fix Yeah, and, or like it has a, a slight tear and then he's trying to get the tape just right. And... He's right. I have no happy memories of listening to my recording of the E.T. soundtrack. I just remember 
sitting there in the living room getting mad because people were making noise or listening to my tape and hearing footsteps and talking and rustling, just messing up the precious E.T. music and knowing I'd have to try again. This kind of frustration is not available to kids anymore. Now you can get any music you want instantly. I was trying to get one album on tape for what seemed like forever. And I was working so hard, getting yelled at, trying to get the one thing recorded properly so I could listen to it in my room, and just never did. I don't really remember my brother and sister messing up the recording too much. Mostly, it was my dad. Do you remember me trying to record the E.T. soundtrack from a record to a tape? Uh, no. Okay. I don't rem- I don't remember that. So I had a little tape recorder, right? Uh-huh. You know, the at the time... I recall the tape. I remember the tape recorder, yeah. At the time, they were big. They were, you know... Yeah. The size of a cereal box, a small cereal box. And I wanted to get the E.T. soundtrack. I don't know where I got it, but it was on record. Uh-huh. Maybe. Emily uh-huh. thinks I got it for Christmas on a record. On a record right. that we had. Yeah. Yeah. And then I wanted a tape of it. And the only way to get that was to play the record and then to put the tape recorder next to it and hit record and just record it through the air. Uh-huh. That was the technology. So, so I would do this. And you would be reading the newspaper mm-hmm. <laughs> in the living room because invariably it would be done on the weekend because, you know, I couldn't do it. It was like quiet. You yeah. get up, whatever, you do it. But then you yeah. you would rustle the paper. <laughs> uh-huh. And I would be upset because it would be on the recording. So I uh-huh. E.T. and then the rustling. So Rustling of the newspaper. Right, right. So, did, did you... Did, <laughs> Did you have a complaint to me? That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what would happen is what? I would, you'd rustle the paper and I'd be like, Dad, could you quiet down? I'm recording. I'm like, Dad, I'm reading the paper. So then that would be. <laughs> I had E.T. Uh, rustling and yelling. So you had me? Yeah. The rustling and the yelling? Yeah, the, ru- the annoyed guy trying to just read the paper, but then. <laughs> His kid is like, could you rustle maybe a little quiet, quieter, please? I can't imagine I was that much of a curmudgeon. <laughs> well, I mean, if you can't even turn the page of the paper without somebody telling you to quiet down on the weekends, I get it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying that's what happened. By the yeah. way, I have evidence of it because it's recorded. So, yeah. Would you like me to play back um, a brief excerpt sure. from that? No, I don't have it. Oh, I w- love- yeah, I know. I wish I did. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <laughs> I know. That's my dream. I actually should have faked it and then played it for you and see what you said. But uh, no, I think it's in the Cheshire dump now. Those tapes are gone. They're lost recordings. Sometimes I still wonder if there's a cassette buried somewhere. And I wonder if it could be restored and someone could hear that again. But anyway, five or six years ago, I started looking for my own copy again of the ET soundtrack on vinyl because now I have a record player. And I figure 
it's time to recapture the magic. Time to try anyway. But I didn't go on eBay because I wanted to find it in real life. So I started checking all the record stores, thrift stores, and this went on for a few years, which is pretty remarkable because how many millions of those things did they make? But I couldn't find one. I started wondering, am I cursed? I just can never enjoy the E.T. soundtrack? And then about two years ago, a single showed up at the record store in my hometown. It wasn't the LP with the cloudy rainbow on it, but it was something. something terrible. I guess I wasn't the only one with E.T. fever. E.T. versus the love boat. So I kept on looking. I kept on asking the record store owner, do you have the E.T. soundtrack? And one day he did. He says, you're not going to believe it. I have it out back. And it was the E.T. soundtrack, the LP. But on the cover, there's a picture of E.T. and Michael Jackson. Out of the night sky, a ship was descending. The hull glowing with soft light, as if a piece of the moon had fallen. The hatch opened and the crew came out. Odd little beings, moving quietly through the leaves. Gathering, gathering. A blackberry bush, a rose, a tiny cedar tree. I guess I am cursed. Really, I'm okay with Michael Jackson, but for this, I think I'd rather have newspapers rustling and my dad yelling. Could I just get you to yell Dan a few times in an angry tone? <laughs> sure. Dan. Dan. All right, put a little more up into it. You're reading the paper. You just worked all week. Mm. And I'm like, shh. <laughs> Don't rustle. Let's go. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Could you get a little gravel into it? I'm trying to make you mad right now. Like, Damn. Damn. <laughs> That's good. A couple more of those. Damn. All right. Damn. All right. Good. Thank you. That was perfect. Thank you so much. Um, you're going to be... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, okay. That's, that's hilarious.
If you like this podcast and you'd like to help me make more episodes exist and help me make them better and better, please support it at patreon.com slash no reason to exist. No reason to exist.